Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't know, jerks. I'm getting less creative as time goes on here. Uh, it is episode. I'll be honest with you. I didn't expect it to go past like forty something. <laughs> so at this point, well, we're on episode seventy three. He's coasting. I am running out of insults. Yeah, yeah, I am running out of it uh, at this point. Uh, anyways, it is us. Eat sleep podcast. Repeat FM ninety nine and the Fox's first and only WWE wrestling podcast. I am Sean the heel hood. The heel. Sure, why not? We'll go with that. <laughs> And aside from me, or aside from me, next to me I, is uh, Dave Good Guy Taylor. That's there what we we'll go. Say. Yeah, sure. let's go with that. That works. That's yeah, wonderful. Go with that. Yeah, uh, it Ooh. is Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, of course, we are a WWE Wrestling Podcast. You can find us lots of different ways on FM99.com and 1069thefox.com, right under the media tab. Just click ESPR, link you to our most recent episode there. You can find us and listen to us. Links you right to our SoundCloud feed, which has all of our previous episodes and interviews and all sorts of stuff. And. You can find us lots of different ways uh, on your most of your major podcast apps, including, now I can pretty much say all of them, yeah. because we're officially on Spotify now. Yeah! Yeah, so there you go. That's awesome. We're on Spotify, so we're on the two apps that get the most podcast listens, which is Apple's Podcasts and and uh, Spotify, so woo! Wow, we're moving up. That's right, moving on up, folks. Get on the bandwagon while you can. Tell your friends. Uh, again, if you listen to us on any of those, please uh, go ahead and give us a five-star rating and a review. If you are listening on Spotify, by the way, I did find that on that one in particular, you do need to type ESPR and then WWE. That's going to help you find it's a little bit easier. Because I tried searching for it earlier. It was a little more difficult just typing ESPR. I, they have a lot of podcasts that have ESPR in the title. So add that WWE. takes you right to us. Anyways, you can also interact with us lots of ways. Facebook.com slash ESPR99. On the Twitter, at ESPR99, or you can email us at ESPR at FM99.com. we get some listener emails we're going to get to today, a little later on in the show, at the end of the show, as a matter of fact. And uh, we're also going to dive into Crown Jewel today, and uh, some stuff from that, and boy, boy, is that a... Uh, I'd like to point out that we're doing this show from uh, the United States, because... Uh, yeah. uh, we can mention where we're from. That's right. Where we're in. We're not going to hide where we're doing the show as much as we can, because, uh, you know, we're here. So... Um, anyways, it is uh, going to be quite the event. Let's talk about that a little later on. But first, we got to dive into the news. Dave. <laughs> All right, so uh, news. Well, uh, coming out of Crown Jewel, we should mention this right away. Uh, Triple H done got himself a boo-boo, oh. and it was rough looking, too. Yeah. Happened during the match. He was down for a while. Shawn Michaels had to carry some water for a bit, which... I mean, really, you can't think of anything, anybody you'd rather have carry water than Shawn Michaels, but uh, it was still rough. Yeah, it was, it was clearly not what they were intending to do. No, no. Um, no. And uh, but Triple H he tore his pectoral muscle. And did you see the picture later that he uploaded? I well, he uh, with that gigantic nasty bruise and everything that encompassed like his bicep and his whole chest and everything. I'm going to his uh, Twitter account right now. Yeah, just click on the media thing and find that picture. It's uh, it's awful. It's got to be there. I know it's on his Instagram. That's where I saw it. But, oh, it's, uh, I'm on his Twitter. Oh, crap. Let me go. His, uh, I don't know. Is oh, it on here's, his? here's his Instagram. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Here we go. Oh! Yeah. Oh! That's the picture right there. Oh. So good. So good. Uh, real why, why awful Why did they looking. click on it again? I know. Oh. I know. <laughs> he did have surgery repaired. Apparently, everything went well. Um, generally, a pectoral surgery takes you about nine months to recover from. From a tear like that, uh, John Cena did it in six or something like that. Five, so whatever. It's, it's almost like name that tune. I can beat that injury in yeah. five months. John Cena, though, <laughs> we've learned about him, though, that dude. And it's not just one time. This no. dude has supernatural 
uh, healing abilities. He he heals up much faster than other people. Yeah. You does. know what's funny is I remember, I think it was him, uh, they were talking to him, and they were asking him what his secret was to healing up like he does, and he said, I listen to the doctor. He said, the doctor tells me not to do anything for you know X amount of time. I don't do anything. And he said, so many guys are in a hurry to get back to doing something. They want to feel like they can do something again. And he goes, and they rush it, and then it extends how long they're going to be out. You have to give yourself time to heal. And he was just literally listening to the doctor <laughs> is what lets him come back so fast. And, yeah, that happens to probably a lot of guys, not just in wrestling, but in sports, too. It's like, I got to get back. I got to get back. It's yeah. part, part of its ego, part of it because you want to help out. Well, in wrestling, you don't want to lose your spot because that's a very real thing. Yeah. That's a very real thing. You can lose your spot if you're gone long enough. Yep. So... Uh, so there was that. We had, uh, I saw a report, WWE reportedly eyeing more New Japan talent. Ooh. Uh, they did say send uh, apparently some feelers out to Tetsuya uh, Naito, I think is how you pronounce his name. And uh, he turned them down outright. Right away he turned them down. He's not even considering it. But apparently there's two more names on there that haven't, nobody's caught in wind of yet, or caught wind of yet, that uh, are... The in their, the, they're, they're in their crosshairs, and they've sent out some feelers and whatnot, but uh, we'll see what happens. I'm looking at you know, New Japan right now. I mean, who do, who do you look at? I mean, other than like Kenny Omega and um, uh, if we're looking at single stars anyway. Yeah. Kenny Omega, Omega and maybe, uh, uh, oh, what's his name? Tama Fanga? Tama? I believe that's his name. He's, he was one of the, the pioneers of the Bullet Club. You That's right. Yeah. What I'm talking about? Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think of the guy's name that you're mentioning. I want to. I want to say I got it right. I'm not as familiar with his work as some other people. I've seen him before, but I'm not as familiar with him as I am with some other people. Um, I, I mean, he? we've heard like some like plans or rumors about you know, the Bullet Club Tama, show. Tama Tonga. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Tama Tonga. I don't know why I said Fonga, but uh, Tama Tonga. Maybe even Bad Luck Fale or something like that. He's another guy. But I think Tama was. There was talk of him maybe ending up in the WWE. And there's been some rumors lately about Kenny and the Young Bucks and uh, Ibushi, yeah, uh, possibly. Because yeah. a lot of their deals end this year or in January of next year. Yeah. So I, there's also uh, I know then there's some other names out there that are swirling right now, but Hangman Page, he's yep. allegedly uh, possibly on his way. Um, he's officially said he's no longer a part of the Bullet Club. So I mean that's about as uh, definitive as you can get. As I'm done with with that part of my life, you yeah. Because the Bullet yeah. Club is about as big a name as you could be attached to on the independent circuit. And, and what about the Young Bucks and all this stuff? I mean, you know, we know we're not going to see Cody Rhodes come back, but um, at least you know that, at this time. But you know, is, is that something that I, at some point in their career are they going to want to put this on their list? Because I see Kenny I, Omega eventually doing this. I could see the Young Bucks wanting to do it at least once, just, at least one time, just to say they did it. Yeah. You know, how cool would it be if the Golden Elite, which Ibushi, um, uh, Ibushi, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega show up and they're on NXT and they feud with the Undisputed Era? Oh my gosh! How cool would that be? <laughs> how cool would that be? Um, and I mean, but I got to be honest, all of those guys, particularly Kenny Omega, I feel like are main roster ready immediately from the moment they show up. Yeah, Ibushi, I could see maybe need a little time just from the transition of Japanese style. Um and, and everything with and I I guess some of the argument could be made about uh, Omega and them as well because they've been wrestling over there so much but um I don't know Ibushi looked great when he was in the cruiserweight tournament too I'm not sure that he'd need a lot of polish either I don't know I just if it could be any of those guys I'd honestly want it to be Omega just because I'd like to see him finally on that big stage given the chance he's not a little dude yeah he's not tiny he's not gigantic but he's got enough size that you don't think he he's going to get forgotten about on that roster. 
you know, and he can do some crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah, because there's got to be a certain window at some point where, you know, Father Time catches up and he's got to change his style you, a little you bit. You say that, AJ Styles is still 41, two years old. Yeah, you know, and, and the best. Sorry, Shane McMahon, but the best in the world. right No, now. no, no, no. Sorry, <laughs> Shane McMahon. We'll talk about that later. But he can kiss my ass. Good lord. Oh god, that made me so mad. Uh, in case you couldn't tell from yeah. the reaction I just had. Ugh. But yeah, so there was that. Um, <laughs> don't laugh at me, Dave. It's not nice. I'm laughing with you and everybody sure. else right now. Sure, you are. Sure. Uh, moving on, we got more news here. Apparently, uh, I don't know if this is a network's call or what. I'm guessing it was USA's call. Uh, Raw is reportedly done with the overrun every week now, starting this coming week. Wow. Yeah, apparently that is over and done with. No more past uh, 11 o'clock. Because well, you used to be able to, to ride that extra quarter hour oh, for, they, for ratings. Yeah, that, shoot, that, that, there that were was... times they rode it for 15, 20, 20 something <laughs> yeah. minutes, you know. But apparently that's over with. It is a hard out at 11 o'clock now, which everybody's like, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. SmackDown does it every week. They're yeah. hard, they're hard out at ten. I, I I don't see why it's a problem. Yeah, you know, you know, back back in the day, but back in the day, like this show. I mean, it was an hour long. Back it, in the day, there was a need for it because yeah. you had enough content to fill that time, and you wanted to give that little overrun. Nowadays, you're struggling to fill three hours. Yeah, yeah, you don't need it. No but, need. But I remember when they didn't have it, and then like Nitro had it because that's how like you know Nitro was like, oh, that's how we're kicking Raw's butt because people would switch over at the end to see what Nitro was doing, and then eventually. Yeah. You know, and then Raw had an overrun, and then it's like, oh, five minutes, and then 10, 10 minutes, minutes, and then 15 minutes. Then an hour and a half, <laughs> then three weeks, then, you know. Uh, so, yeah, that's apparently uh, that's a coming. We'll see. We'll see what's happening with that. Um, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it, too. I'm interested in how this is going because it's like, man, is it, the, the, to me, I mean, there could be a lot of factors in that, but is it something about them not being, because they used to do that because the WWE would help give a rub to whatever came on after it. Are they not confident in that anymore? Which, if that's the case, do they eventually lose confidence in that third hour? Because that's, I mean, I think that's a USA call, is that it's that third hour. It could be. I mean, were there the ones that wanted to keep it at three hours? It, yeah, maybe but I'm saying maybe, you know, you never know. You never know, Dave. Um, some details have been released concerning Brock Lesnar's new WWE deal, uh, considering that he signed a new one, obviously. Uh, apparently, when the news broke about Roman Reigns dealing with his battle with leukemia, WWE kind of scrambled. And they agreed to sign Brock Lesnar to a new deal for an exorbitant amount of money uh, because they need stars at yeah. that point. I mean, they're going to have to do some shuffling around. He is a name. I mean, and, uh, like it or not, he is a name. Yeah. Uh, it says he got a new offer from McMahon to replace Reigns as the top singles champion, at least temporarily. Uh, Lesnar agreed to the new deal, won the championship. Uh, the new deal is for multiple shows, but the length of the time of it has been uh, is under wraps. Nobody knows how long this contract uh, lasts. Um, they do think that maybe it lasts through WrestleMania. You know, I kind of like the fact that we don't know because, yeah. because it kind of like was frustrating. Because when you know, you're like, he's leaving. He's going to drop the title. Yeah, yeah. Because it seems he still obvious. has it by that time. It, yeah, exactly. So I'd rather be surprised by the fact that he's um, going to you know lose the title as opposed to uh, while he's leaving, he's going to lose. Now the thing is that uh, apparently uh, the UFC. I saw a report today that said the UFC wants that Cormier uh, Lesnar fight for March 5th. I think. Ooh. Which would put it just a few weeks before WrestleMania. Yeah. So now the catch there being that he could have that fight and then do WrestleMania, provided he doesn't take any serious injury. Um, but that throws Royal Rumble into peril because as he's uh, apparently that's one of the pay per views they expect him to be at. And would he really run the risk of wrestling at the Royal Rumble and jeopardizing uh, his fight when he's in the middle of training for that that heavyweight championship fight? But just imagine, th I think Vince might be willing. 
I think Vince McMahon might be willing to forego him being at the Royal Rumble if he thinks Brock can beat Cormier, because could you imagine the bragging right? Could you imagine the speech that Paul Heyman would give on the very next Monday Night Raw? Imagine somebody from the Raw roster wins the Royal Rumble, okay? Heyman comes out and congratulates them for beating 29 other superstars. It's an amazing accomplishment. And for your trouble, for all of your hard work, for your determination, for your grueling win in the Royal Rumble, you now get to face a man who is the most dominant athlete in the WWE and the most dominant fighter in the UFC inside of a cage at a WWE ring, inside of a cage in an octagon. It doesn't matter. The Beast Incarnate reigns super. It would be this amazing, glorious, glowing speech. It would be. I almost want it to happen for that reason. I like I like Daniel Cormier. But, ah, that would be such a good speech by Heyman, you know? Well, maybe that's part of it why, you know, he didn't, you know, in the match last week when he won the title, that he didn't really do anything that was going to hurt him. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I'm kind of put to pretend, you know, he's fighting AJ Styles. Uh, please that, let that be competitive. Right. I agree, please. But I want, a- I, I'm torn there because AJ lost last time. Yeah. I don't want AJ to lose again. No. It's no been, you know, it's, same pay-per-view. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want AJ to lose again. I want him to, kind of want him to win this time, but I don't think he will. Um, Which is crazy to think that he's been held the title. These two guys. AJ Styles has hit a year, folks. Yeah. And and, and Brock, other than, what, the two months or whatever, has pretty much held the title the whole time. Pretty much. Pretty much. But, uh, you know, it's going to be a thing. We'll see how it goes. And um, I don't know. I'm generally kind of looking forward to it. By the way, I just want to address this real fast. I'm seeing rumors flying around. Oh, Braun Strowman didn't win. Oh, he lost like that because uh, he's in trouble in the back. He's got this backstage heat. Oh, it's because he's. He's he's being he's leaving early. He's disrespectful. Yada yada yada. Okay, no, calm down. Nobody knows that for a fact. No verified source is saying that. You've got some people on dirt sheets saying, "Oh, a WWE insider said." Okay, d- stop it. Because you can also find reports that say that that move was done because they weren't ready to put the title on Brock or Braun, and they did it the way they did it. So that it would take, it would protect Braun in the fact that he took multiple F5s, a shot from the title, uh, you know, whole nine yards to beat Braun this time. Whereas last time he lost a one F5. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So again, we'll talk about that match coming up, but let's just, I want to put that, I saw that news floating around and I'm like, stop it. Stop it right now. Just enough with that non unfounded dirt sheet nonsense. I always try to verify something if I can. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no verification there whatsoever. He's not the doghouse. No. At least not that there's no proof he is. No. So. That's it for the news. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. And oh boy, we get to talk about Crown Jewel. Miss an episode of ESPR? Find previous episodes and interviews with WWE superstars like Drew McIntyre. Ron and I stepped in the ring once in the UK and I saw everybody starting to stand on their feet, just getting face to face with each other. And you know, that's moments that it's like, wow, you know, we don't have to create an intricate story. People just are into it by just standing face-to-face. The ravishing Russian Lana. It's going to be a very ravishing little day. Just search ESPR on all your major podcast apps. And we're back. And oh boy, Dave. Can't wait. Are you ready? Yeah. Say st- say skip, doggone it, I'm pumped. Skip, gosh darn it, I'm pumped. He couldn't Let's do this. Say doggone it. Like doggone it. <laughs> Dave. All right, so it is time for us to discuss... WWE Crown Jewel. From the Crown Jewel. From the Crown Jewel. Live from the Crown Jewel. You're looking live at the Crown Jewel. That's what uh, uh, Michael Cole said, yeah. And the country we can't mention. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much how it works. But yeah, so Crown Jewel happened. And boy, on a scale of one to ten, this show was a it was we not went, good. We went from probably the best show of the year to the worst show of the year. We we really <laughs> and I thought for sure that the women would have motivated the guys to go out there and be like, we have something to prove. People are already crapping all over the show. People are already saying that this show uh, was unfair because it's not, you know, the women can't wrestle on it. They were already mad because of the Saudi Arabia part. I, I thought for sure guys would go, we need to go out there and tear the house down. Oh, boy. Nobody thought that, apparently. Nobody had that conversation leading up to this show. Well, and some of the booking, which we're going to see, didn't help either. Well, let's start with the probably the most boneheaded decision of the whole night, which is how we opened the show. Let's go ahead and open our most controversial show, maybe ever, with one of the most controversial people we could have around yeah, right now yeah. in Hulk Hogan. What? Never mind the ironic nature of real American playing in Saudi Arabia while he's out there touting the crown jewel and everything. By the way, I love um, def- when I go off that huge jumbo 747 yeah. <laughs> jet and found out that Hulkamania is still alive and well right here in the crown jewel jack. And you're like... <laughs> In, Sa- in Saudi Arabia? Yeah. It's, it's, it's really alive in Saudi... Congratulations. Not that I'm saying anything necessarily against the Saudi people, but it's like, this isn't a return for Hulk Hogan. And on top of which, uh, you know what's funny is some people are like, oh, I think it's been enough time, you know, blah, 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 blah. Dude, that day, I had friends of mine message me and say they canceled their WWE s- subscription when Hulk Hogan came out because wow. they're, they, they, they have not forgiven him yet. And I'm like, I understand that. You know, being, I mean, I am a Caucasian male. I'm not going to have the the same visceral reaction that other people will have, but I can't blame them one bit. And I'm not going to get into the politics of it right now, but it's just one of those things that's like, so don't say that this isn't going to affect them because there are people who literally that day messaged me and told me they deleted their accounts, you know? So I don't know if that was a great move. If it was going to happen, this would have been a place. Because I, you, you, I, if you, I mean, if you're gonna bring it back, this, that, it's the only thing is this was the event because you already have enough controversy on it. So why does this pile? I on? guess because I, what are you gonna bring them out the Rumble? Are you gonna bring them out Survivor Series? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You're I, you're right in a way, but in another way, it's like wow. Did, could you have associated with anything more negative? Yeah. Like I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Too soon. It's yeah. It just it it didn't work. Uh, yeah. It just it, it was the fir- I said that this is my description of it. It was the first time, despite everything else that Hulk Hogan's done, right? Because we've heard the stories about him being a bad guy, and we've heard the stories about him, you know, trying to screw people over and bury them, and, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And you've always been able, in a way in your mind, to at least say, well, there's Hulk's side of it that's different. I mean, like his version of why Bret Hart's mad at him or something like that. Or, you know, from a business standpoint, the man was protecting his spot. You know, you could always rationalize it like that. There's no way to rationalize this. So this was the first time when I saw him, and I went, it doesn't feel like a superhero showing up anymore. It feels hollow at this point. That's how it felt to me. And I was like, wow, that's, you know that expression, the day the music died? That's what it felt like. Was I was like, man, it's, it's the bloom is off the rose for Hulk Hogan for me. Well, well I, I think part of it is, you know, the whole, and I think it was the New Day or maybe it was uh, Title, so Neil, you know, you know, he hasn't done anything to... You know, uh, redeem himself if you will, on that quality. I, I kind of think, and this is not related, but when Sergeant Slaughter was like anti-American, 
and then came back and was like, I want my country back and was doing all these things. Like Hogan hasn't like proved anything. No. Where, you know, he released a statement online a couple of years ago that was just you know, but it was one of those half half ass kind of apologies. And, and that that's I think that's the problem that people have. Was, well, you know, Titus that, said that he harbors no ill will towards Hulk Hogan, and that's great and that's dandy. But well, there's one thing that one of my friends who was reacting to this situation talking to me, because he knows we do this show and we're very involved in all this. He talked to me about it, and I was mentioning, I was like, yeah, Titus released something saying that he doesn't harbor any ill will towards him or anything. And my friend went, and I think he was just reacting, but he went, so? And I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, he goes, people, people, like, that story's out there, like, because Titus said that, it's supposed to be okay. He's like, Titus O'Neil doesn't speak for black wrestling fans. And I was like, that's a good point. And I wasn't saying that Titus does. I was just mentioning as we were talking about Hogan's half-assed apology. And I was like, I guess, you know, Titus was fine with it or whatever. But, and he, he, he was very angry about it. And again, I just, I, mm, mm, I really just don't, I didn't love that start to the show. So right away, the show had a bad taste in my mouth. I mean, it did to begin with, but then it got worse. It was like, oh, this is just from the moment, from Jump Street. So I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on these uh, World Cup matches because most of them were so short. I don't care. Yeah, they weren't bad. I mean, but none of them were bad. But no. they were nothing. They were literally no better than, and some not even quite up to what I'd get on a Monday Night Raw main event. Yeah, the, the Dolph Seth Rollins match wasn't bad. That was fine. It was it was okay. But I mean, like Rey Mysterio beat Randy Orton to advance in five and a half minutes. Yeah, that was those it. guys have headlined WrestleMania. Together. Yeah, I mean, and we got a five and a half minute match from them on a quote unquote pay per view special network whatever. Uh, Jeff Hardy and The Miz, that went seven minutes. Miz beat Jeff. And again, it wasn't bad, no. but it wasn't great. But it was clean. I was happy with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley. Rollins beats Lashley in five and a half minutes again. <sighs> Why? Again, and the other thing is, not bad, nope. but nothing great. And that was, unfortunately, what you were going to see through most of the night. Yeah. Then, then the one that might have shocked me the most was just Dolph Ziggler outright beating Kurt Angle in eight minutes. Yeah. You know, you're like, what? It just kind of, with all that, Kurt was the only one really talking about this tournament, and they were hyping it up. This, he's going to come back. He's one last chance to prove he's the best in the world, and he loses the first match. Yeah, yeah, because I thought, oh, maybe he's going to fight Seth Rollins. This would be great. They could put on this clinic. I thought he'd at least get to the next round yeah. and lose or something like that. But the they first match, what was the point even at that at that? Yeah. Mm, mm. Um, so that did it for the first set of matches. Then you had Sheamus and Cesaro with the Big Show versus New Day, Big E and Kofi with not, Xavier not bad, Woods. But house show tag match. Not bad. Yeah, ten and a half minutes. Uh, Sheamus and Cesaro retain. It was fine. You yeah. Know, again, it was it was fine. They've had better matches. Yeah. Um, it, it was might have been match of the show. I don't know. It was close because nothing on the show is really great. Um, but it was fine. Yeah. Uh, the Miz beat Rey Mysterio in 11 minutes to advance to the World Cup final. A uh, little better. A little more time for storytelling and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's shocked to see Rey's lose clean. I bet. Yeah. But, but yeah. good for the Miz. But he had the count from Rey Mysterio attacking him earlier. In the, or not Rey yeah, attacking him yeah, earlier in the night. I hated that. But, yeah. right, so what are you going to do? Uh, um, then you had Seth Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler with Drew McIntyre in a World Cup, Cup semifinal match. And, of course, Dolph Ziggler gets the win there in about 13 minutes, and that was a good match. And that may have been the best one of the night. I yeah, and, and that shocked me because I thought, oh, Seth Rollins is going to win because I figured, you know, you get the, the face versus heel. Yeah. And, and you want to talk about, you know, swerve, if you will. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey. Swerve, bro. Yeah. <laughs> swerve, bro. Uh, and Dolph won. And Dolph won, yeah. So, again, it was like, oh, okay, all right. Dolph and the Miz in the finals. That was 
Yeah, I'm like, Heel versus heel in the finals. Okay, weird. Yeah, somebody's becoming a face, so, uh, we, so we thought. <laughs> um, so then you had AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe for the WWE Championship. Again, the match was good. It just wasn't. We had seen previous matches from them yeah. that were better. And so this one, especially with no buildup because of how they had the last minute switch it around, was really, it just kind of underwhelming. Yeah, I, I did enjoy the spot. I think is where AJ went to the table. Like, I think he bust up his forearm a little bit. But um, mm-hmm. there's a couple of brutal spots for the short match. But uh, Yeah, it was about 13 minutes long. I think it was a long, or no, it was 11 minutes long. Yeah. I'm sorry. But, yeah. but I mean, I enjoyed it. But yeah, you, you wanted more. But, you know, these were guys that were, you know, and Joe coming back from whatever injury he had or the storyline, whatever was going on. Yeah. Um. Up next, you had, oh, God. oh man. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. You okay? Can you, get, you got this one? You had Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Universal Championship. Corbin was on ringside. <laughs> and then he hit Roman Strowman uh. with the belt. And then they ring the bell. And I, just, I, have no, I have no excitement about this. Like, I mean, they did it to give Braun an out. He got attacked before the bell with the belt. Uh, then he catches several F5s. And it finally, he loses three minutes and 15 seconds. Brock Lesnar, your new champion. Uh, the F5 out of the ring, I thought was brutal looking because you're dropping a four yeah, oh, pound, sure. pound guy over the top rope. I The thing that angered me the most was why couldn't we have had a match and then have Corbin screw him somehow? Heyman could have been distracting the referee and Corbin yeah. could have clocked Strowman with the belt, setting up a couple of F5s from Lesnar to finish the match. Or Drew McIntyre. Or Drew McIntyre. That's what I was expecting. Oh, Drew's going to interfere considering and maybe Brock will win Considering on Raw, he went after him and whatnot. He's been going yeah. after him and everything, and it just made, would have made sense. Um, but no, just poo is all. I'm, <laughs> it, was, it was not. I did not enjoy it. Uh, it, was, it was underwhelming to say the least. And I don't know how excited I am about a Brock Lesnar part-time championship reign again. And yeah, I'm a little puzzled by that. But I guess as we talked at the beginning of the show, with you know they needed somebody because because Roman's not the guy right now because he's out. Um, so Brock household name. Yep. You know, oh, still a champion. Uh, I don't know if this win helped them though because he's been a guy that never needed help, and all of a sudden, you know, he's got a, he's got Braun Strowman down, and then you know, the look on his face. I, it's like, I think oh, at this, this point, this, it's not about helping. Lesnar, he doesn't need help no. or anything like that. It's just a matter of he's also not been somebody who's above taking advantage of somebody if they're in a weakened state. I mean, we've seen well, him do yeah. that before. So, I mean, that's fine. Last, last week I asked you this. I asked you if, if Braun Strowman lost any steam. That was before going into this match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, now this match has happened. Has he oh, lost oh, some steam? With this match, <laughs> I think he's lost some steam. Um, they need to do a re... I, again, I, I think maybe you were accurate in that he's lost a little bit of steam. But I think they could have easily gotten that back, get the, the Strowman hype train going. Um, but he's in rebuild mode right now after that yeah, match yeah, because that rebuild. match did him no favors. No, uh, yeah, he didn't get beat by one F five, thank God. But he he it was a three minute match for Christ's sake. Which I don't get now because he's involved in the Survivor Series. But he should just be the angry guy, just going around and and just level, just power slamming people, kind of like he did for a while. Just come on out. I'm pissed off. I got screwed. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I'm I'm taking out everybody. I don't care if you're face or heel. I'm making. I mean, really, really, what he should do is, since he's being forced to be part of the Survivor Series team, is just a screw Baron. He should he should uh, power slam the members of his own team. Yeah, you know, to yeah. screw over like, Baron. Yeah. yeah, that would be. I mean, that really, but that is almost heelish in a way because not everybody on the who's on the Raw team. 
Uh, well, it's, it's Rodolph and, and Drew right now. Okay. Well, if it's those two, if we get two more heels, yeah. then it works perfectly. Yeah. But if it's if it's if it's faces mixed in there, it's not as it doesn't work as well. And, and, and this kind of thing has happened before when the Undertaker's had teammates and he's or, yeah. or the Big Show. Somebody's taking out his own teammates after they win or whatever because they yeah, just yeah, go yeah. on this rampage. Wasn't it Big Show took out John Cena or something at the one with um, Sting? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought yeah. It was, what was that? Oh, or no, a couple years ago. Yeah, two thousand twelve. Or something? Yeah, before the... Uh, no, it wasn't that long ago. No, it was, uh, it was before WrestleMania 31, so uh, four years ago, yeah. Okay, so 2013, 14, yeah. around there. Okay, I got you. Um, and then in oh. the main event of the evening, the crown jewel turd on a biscuit of the night, Shane McMahon versus Dolph Ziggler in the World Cup final because The Miz is apparently hurt, and so Shane's going to take his place. Yes. Because, you know, I don't want to forfeit, and I was going to fire any SmackDown guys so they didn't win. And So Shane wins the World Cup final in 2 minutes and 30 seconds, calling himself the best in the world. Okay, that that's the title from this, okay? Is that Here, a Robin CM Punk? Here's the, uh, here's <laughs> the part that bothers me, all right? Well, other than so many things. Yeah. Um, Shane doing the, the threat he made originally that I'll fire any of you if you lose. A little bit heelish. Absolutely. A little bit heel authority figure there. Shane stepping in to uh, uh, do this could have been perceived. Jeez. Um, Could have been received as, how do you explain it? A face kind of move, right? Stepping in for for Miz and whatnot, deciding he's not going to let SmackDown just lose that way. But not after what Miz did. Because Miz attacked Ziggler. Yeah. Threw him into the stairs and the whole nine yards after McIntyre was sent to the back. Right? Yep. And so he takes advantage of a weakened Ziggler to steal the win in the final and be the best in the world. What? Like, that heel is all get out. Yeah. Especially his over-the-top celebration at the end. So heel. Right? Fast forward to SmackDown. My boy is playing it up like humble face again, saying, All right, I'm not going to call myself the best in the world. I just, you know, he had to do it and blah, 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 blah. No, no. And then, okay, maybe that could be a shtick. But then everybody's buying it. Paige is out there being buddy-buddy with yeah. him. Daniel Bryan's agreeing with him. No! Like, that's the horrible Horrible storytelling. And, and then the Miz is like, okay, hey, I did two-thirds of the work. You know, I should get the crown for 20 days of the week and then right. or 20 days a month, and then you get it for the other 10 days. Right. And I apologize now, for calling out the main event, by the way. I know it wasn't. Yeah, um, which, I don't know if there's something going down the line here, because, you know, and I hope it's not a Daniel Bryan-Shane McMahon match when they bumped each other, when they got in the whole melee with Samoa Joe on SmackDown and all that stuff. And then, right. you know, Shane's like, what are you doing? You know, I just... Uh, I was so annoyed. And then I was more annoyed Tuesday because I didn't even follow it up logically. No. I was so angry about that. SmackDown sucked this week. This is one of the first weeks where SmackDown might have been worse than Raw. And Raw was pretty bad. So that's not a good indicator. When your best part of your show are promos, it's um, Ah. Ronda and Becky. Ah, yep. Stars of the shows right now, Ronda and Becky. That should main event Survivor Series. Oh, my God, should it ever. It's not going to, but it should. It should. It Mm, it effing should. Yeah. Ah, so then, the real main event of the evening, which uh, wasn't quite the same turd blossom that the previous match no, was. No, but it stunk. I got to admit, it stunk. I'm sorry. Sean Mike. Well, I mean, you had a guy get injured into the match, and everybody's moving kind of in slow motion anyway because they're all old dudes. 
Um, <laughs> this is a match you need to load on YouTube and watch it at 1.5 speed just to speed this sucker up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my thing is that everybody's moving slow. And my, you know, what's funny is that Triple H has always kind of had a slower style. So that's not a big deal. And he really hasn't changed that much. Yeah. Um, Shawn Michaels does a lot of bumping, essentially, is what he does. And he was selling a lot for Kane and Undertaker in this. But yeah. the problem is Kane and Undertaker took so long to do anything that it was just this long, boring affair. And I understand that a lot of that was changed on the fly because Triple H couldn't tag in. He was out of the match yeah. for a, a good portion of the match. Um, and that's a pro that's a bummer. It's it's not good. It's you know whole nine yards, but not good, not good. And Sean still looks weird, bald. Yeah, he I'm does. I'm trying he to does, get used yeah. to it. I'm trying to get used to it, but I can't. There was a part. Uh, there's a, you can catch a, a shot where they're sitting in the corner together, him and Triple H after the match, maybe. Um, which by the way, DX wins, but who cares? Yeah. Um, where they're sitting there, and Sean says to Sh Triple H on camera, you can see him say it. He says, we're too old for this, <laughs> which was funny, and it made me laugh, yeah. but I'm looking at the four guys in the ring, and I'm going, yeah, y'all are. Well, was it the combined age, like 205 or something? Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and Shawn Michaels has said, apparently, that he's open to more to one or two more matches if this went well. Well, that didn't go well, so I'm not sure that he's open any more matches after this. Now, I don't blame him for it not going well because, I mean, he looked all right. He didn't look horrible. Yeah, he well, looked, he, he did do the uh, what the uh, moon salt from the top. Yeah, he looked all right. I mean, he, he had he's been on the ring for four years. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, looked a little bit out of out of, yeah. out of sync, but yeah. not bad. Three fifty-year-old guys and the forty-nine-year-old. Yeah, so one hundred fifty plus forty-nine, so one hundred ninety-nine. Two hundred five years. No, you got fifty two fifty-three-year-olds and fifty. Oh, okay. I thought you were forty-nine. Okay, I thought you were saying all they were fifty. Um, in any event, so yeah. And Sean, uh, by the way, please, Sean, don't let the, here's and this is the problem. This is the dilemma you've worked yourself into here. Your last match against The Undertaker was phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. That should have been your last match. If you were willing to come out of retirement, do not let this now be your last match. This should not be the last match in Shawn Michaels' uh, a catalog or, or litany of work, you know? Have, have one or two more matches. Wrestle either Daniel Bryan or wrestle AJ Styles. Yeah. Have a have at least a really good match and then start call it a career again. The, the problem with him coming back is, is because I think where it was and maybe I don't maybe, maybe whatever the deal, where the deal is, you know, through, it didn't feel special. No, it, it didn't. It, it felt forced. It felt forced because they were trying to fill put butts in seats because yeah. the Saudi Arabian audience loves the Attitude Era stars. Yeah. So very demanding of hey, we got to have this, we got to have that, yeah. which can be could be part of the thing with Brock too. We don't know, but that's my thing. And now, what I'm what, then this is just me, okay? If I'm somebody who we need to get Sean into another match, the easy sell here is you came back for that, yeah, for that mess. You know, I mean, crown. You know, AJ Styles could easily have that feud with Shawn Michaels. Daniel Bryan could have that feud with Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Samoa Joe could have that feud with Shawn Michaels. Anybody could go out there and have that. Daniel Bryan could easily do it because he could talk about how he wasn't allowed to wrestle for the last year and change, you know what I mean? And he would have killed to get back in the ring. Sean gets back in the ring begrudgingly for money. Yeah. like And then does that performance and, like, you don't get back in the ring with me? You know, like, that storyline could write itself between the two of them because they've got the history and everything. Yeah. Um, but, again, it's just not a good match. Uh, this is a horrible show. Horrible. Yeah. There's Literally... Uh, Nothing I'd go back here and watch again. No. I, there's things I wish I hadn't watched the first time. 
Yeah. I mean, if I'm grading this, this might be one of the worst. Pay- like, I'm going to call it a pay-per-view. I don't care what they want to call it. I'm yeah. going to call it a pay-per-view. This might be one of the worst pay-per-views I've ever seen. Yeah. This is up there. The, the booking was bad. The matches were just sluggish. This is up there with one of the worst shows I've ever seen. The pre-show match might have been the best match. <laughs> yeah, you might be right. Uh, one to ten, how do you scale this? I'm going with a two right now. Yeah, I don't know that I can go. I don't know that I could go higher than a two. I was thinking maybe lower. I was thinking maybe one and a half. But you know what? I'll give it a. I'll give it a two simply because of the effort of some of the guys that were on there, just restricted by time and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the effort in some of these guys, like you're right, wasn't bad. Uh, the tag team match not bad. AJ Smojo, okay. The rest so of maybe, it, I don't know. Maybe if we're being fair, maybe a three. No, I'm still going two. Okay, two. I mean, two, you know, you, you go three. When you take the controversy and Hulk Hogan and the whole nine yards and everything added into this, no, I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to. You're lucky you got it two at this point. Yeah. This is a number two show. Yeah, it was a number two show. All right. You got that right. It was the. Mm, mm. See what we did there? The brown jewel. Hey! Um, anyways, so that's what we should call this episode <laughs> the brown jewel review. <laughs> you got to write that down. Anyway, um, so that's it for our crown jewel review. Uh, as far as Raw and SmackDown went this week, meh. This nothing, really nothing. I want to talk just, about just a promo. Becky, watch watch Ronda's promo. Watch Becky's promo, and and, and that's it. That's the hottest NXT, things right now. Literally, I'm not, and I'm not saying this. I know I say it every week, but NXT and NXT UK were way more worth your time this week. So if you can go watch them, and you'll be much better use of your time. Yeah. Oh, uh, Nikki Cross debuted. They're not um, much. Yeah, Nikki Cross debuted, and people are crying that she lost. I'm like yeah. she lost to the champ. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> you know, she didn't lose in like five seconds. I'm yeah. fine with it. Yeah. So in any event. Uh, so that's Showed it. Up. We'll be right back, and we're going to dive into some listener mail, so stick around. Miss an episode of ESPR? Find previous episodes and interviews with WWE superstars like Seth Rollins. Do you miss doing the curb stop? I love that move. Oh, yeah, we all did. <laughs> <laughs> the Miz. Well, it is the most must-see podcast of all time, isn't it? Yes. It's absolutely. the best one. It's the most must-see. It's awesome. It's, what is it, eat, sleep, repeat, uh, eat, sleep, something, eat, another thing? Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? It's amazing. Just search ESPR on all your major podcast apps. Okay, and we're back. A little pressed for time here, so we're going to try and get through these emails real fast. I already got them up here. Uh, do you have them over there? Do you yeah, I got here? Corey's email. All right, you pull up Corey's. I'll pull right, up Josh's, so, so you go with Corey yeah, first. Yeah, so Corey just uh, watched uh, solid the Crown Jewel results before seeing the show. So WWE's finally done it. They made me quit them. I was scrolling through Facebook like a noob, and I forgot Crown Jewel is today, and I saw Brock won the belt. That was almost enough to make me quit, and I figured I'd give it a chance. And then I watched Shane McMahon win the World Cup and become the best in the world. Didn't you, though? Yeah. I didn't know how to put this in the words. I'm just done. But don't be done with our podcast. We'll tell you what happened, Corey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can always stick around for that. I mean, that's good stuff, right? But a lot of people probably feel that way. It, I, it, yeah, and it, I don't blame them. It, this was like the old days of being swerved. It's like, well, you were entertained, right? Yep. Bull yeah, crap. sure. Not sure. Today. Uh, I, I just, I, God almighty. Um, not a fan at all. I, I agree with him. Really, there's nothing there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's rough. Uh, moving on to our good friend Josh McGinnis, another longtime listener here who's been a yeah. big fan of ours. Um, oh, my God, this is funny. He, I just saw another email he sent us where he, he sent us Rhea Ripley in a Halloween costume. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. She's Tegan Knox and she's wearing a knee brace. That's <laughs> amazing. She's I love Tegan, or, uh, uh, Rhea Ripley so much, so much. Uh, Josh McGinnis wrote in and asked, do you think they'll keep Nikki Cross on NXT to compete main card for NXT Championship and occasionally have her up here on SmackDown to help reestablish Sanity to get over, or was this just a UK payoff? I think it was a debut. 
I think so. I mean, yeah. The fact that she came out with Sanity, I liked. Yeah, I was worried they'd separate them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not worried about her loss. I mean, she you lose to the champion. You know, you're not gonna come out and win or whatever else. Um, yeah, brutal match that. though. I mean, I mean, just the physical style. I, I very liked. physical, very Be- physical. Um, you know, which is which. You know, paid off well, and um, I, I hope she's a part of it. And you know, I guess she's a face. I guess is that. The plan? Because I'm kind of confused because Becky's supposed to be a heel and Sanity or heels, but she kind of I, – I, what is what is Nikki besides crazy? <laughs> yeah, they're going to flesh that out some. Yeah, I mean, I think – I don't know what else she can do in NXT. I think they, they've run the course other than her winning a championship, which is not going to happen. At this point, they get other stories going on that just don't involve her in that championship era yeah. lineup. So. And uh, that's going to do it for us this week on Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. This was our technically our Survivor Series preview preview episode because yeah. God knows we got to do the preview next week because let's pack as much crap as we can between October and November. Well, maybe they'll fill the card by then. Uh, they already have eight matches lined up. Well, yeah, but they haven't announced like, everybody that's like, on the teams. Oh, they yeah, they'll do that. I mean, hopefully. We'll see. I don't know. I almost, you know, almost kind of like, you know, what? I'll just leave mysteries. Let me just see it <laughs> on Sunday and I'll find out. That'd be fun. But yeah, so next week we'll be back and we will be doing a Survivor Series preview episode. So, oh boy, buckle up. I hope Survivor so It can't be worse, right? Uh, no, I mean, there's what, Seth, Shinsuke, Becky, Ronda, yeah, Brock, I mean, it, AJ. It, it, it literally can't be worse. AOP. So, so we've got that to look <laughs> forward to, ladies and gentlemen. So stick around next week when we, uh, oh, and if you have any thoughts on Survivor Series or Crown Jewel itself, whatever you want to send us, again, ESPR at FM99.com. Let us know what you think. We want to know. So right on in. And again, find us on your podcast apps, including Spotify now. And look us on up. Give us a five-star rating and review. And we'll be back next week to Eat, Sleep, Podcast, and repeat.